On this episode of the Tenco Podcast, we talk 911 protocol. What number should I call? Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Public Safety Information Officer Larry Flowers. Today's guests include Murfreesboro Emergency Communications Director Seth Russell, Communications Supervisor Tiffany Matthews, and Communication Training Officer Ashley Dybert. Thank each and every one of you for joining us today. Thank you, Larry. Typically, uh, when you dial 911 in an emergency, you know, you expect to get someone soon. But if there's not an emergency, 911 may not be the best number to call. So let's talk about why 911 education and outreach is important. Seth, we'll begin with you. Thank you, Larry. The 911 service exists to help citizens in emergency. Uh, however, some citizens might be hesitant to call 911 due to uh, thinking the call is unwarranted. So and that ca can cause some potential uh, delays in response. So uh, when it's um, when the citizen thinks it's unwarranted or unneeded. So this could be based on um, misjudging the, the situation or underestimating the situation or um, not um, heeding or understanding the symptoms of a medical emergency. So it's very important that citizens don't hesitate to dial 911, and if they think there's an emergency, uh, the call 911. So we'll also talk a little bit about when to call the non-emergency line and some other, uh, uh, other lines during this podcast. And uh, Tiffany, um, when should citizens actually call 911? Anytime you have an actual medical emergency where you need an ambulance, any fire emergencies, if you have a house fire, if you're driving down the street and you see heavy smoke in an area, of course, call 911. Anytime you witness a crime in progress, if you see someone breaking into a car, any type of property, certainly give us a call on 911. Anytime there is a potential for a threat to life or property, give us a call on 911. We know those calls are kind of stressful. You know, when people call in, you know, they want help and they want it fast. But uh, Ashley, let me ask you this one. What do you say when you call for help and why is that important? The best information to give would be where the help is needed. That way we know where to send officers to go or send fire and medical. Um, we also need to know an idea of what is going on, what's happened that made you feel the need to call or given you the need to call, give us a call. We're going to ask you your name and your phone number. That way, if the line does get disconnected, we can give you a call back and we know who we're speaking to. Um, we're also going to ask you a series of questions that are revolving around the situation that you are dealing with. Just answer those questions to the best of your ability. That way we can give you every resource that we have access to. And, and that's kind of difficult. I know in those stressful situations, uh, dispatchers are sort of like that force of calm. You're, you're, you know, each one of you talk in a manner that you're able to get that information out of them. So, um, that's important, isn't it? Yes, that is very important. Just try to answer our questions as we ask them. When someone calls for help, um, what else is important and why? So it's very important to remain calm. That way you're able to speak to us clearly and we can understand you to be able to give you every resource that we can. We also want you to use your words, um, speak legibly, Try to do your best to remain calm. Don't try to yell. Just try to pull it together enough for us to get the answer to the question. Um, also, the best thing to do is just to follow any instructions that we give you. If we ask you, hey, can you get separated from this person or get away from that noise? That way we can better understand you. If you are able to, just 
go ahead and do that. Um, stay on the line with us. Don't hang up on us if at all possible. Mm-hmm. And just stay by the phone until help arrives. If you have to sit the phone down, say you're in a situation where you can't stay on the line talking to us, if you have to, and we'll instruct you, if you have to, set the phone down but leave the line open. That way we can hear what's going on. Now, uh, we all we, we know that dialing 911 in this emergency is an important, but we also have a public safety non-emergency line, uh, Tiffany, 615-893-1311. Uh, when should citizens call that number? Uh, that number should be dialed anytime you have a situation where a response is needed, but it's not one of those potential life-threatening situations. So those could be noise complaints. Um, if your vehicle was broken into overnight and you need to report. Any minor traffic traffic accidents where there's no injuries. Anything where it's not an immediate response, but you need to report. That's the time when you would use that non-emergency number. Now, when it comes to technology uh, used to locate callers, uh, What's the difference between 911 and non-emergency? So the difference between 911 and non-emergency is going to be when you dial 911, we get what's called a phase one or a phase two location, which is going to give us an idea of where you're at, regardless of if you're able to tell us or not. If you call on non-emergency, we do not get that location information, and we have to rely on you to be able to give us the address of where you're at or an intersection. Um, We also have several other resources that we can pull from to get your location if you dial 911. We have Rapid SOS, which works very similar to the phase two location. It also kind of works like how the DoorDash apps work. It'll give us a ping of your location and it it updates more frequently and we don't have to command it to update, so it will keep us updated with where you're at. Um, of course, there's always the What Three Words app that we can use if you're in a more rural area or if you're in the trails. We can use that to pinpoint where you're at. And with Rapid SOS, it automatically gives us the three words to be able to track where you are calling from. So if they get on scene, they can just type in those words and go to where you are. And, and that's important too. I think we've had several situations, a uh, yeah. situation at Barfield Park where mm-hmm. two teenagers. Um, it got lost on the trail, night is coming, and they had that What Three Words app, and that was important in locating them, right? It was very important. As soon as the responders got there, they were asking for those the code. That way they could go to where they were because the description that we were getting was not accurate enough to be able to get them exactly to where they were. And, uh, Seth, uh, when should a citizen call the uh, police or the fire administration uh, lines? just lines right to the police department or the fire department. Yeah, and that's, <clears throat> that's very important to 911 uh, outreach. So we've talked about 911 and non-emergency. Uh, the police department has their own admin line. It's uh, 615-849-2MPD. And the fire department also has one. It's 615-893-1422. And those are really important for any sort of uh, follow-up administrative related calls. Uh, on um, the PD side, on the police department side, stuff like requesting a, a record request or uh, requesting an open records, 9-1 audio if you're involved in the involved party. Um, 
getting hold of the uh, detective division or community relations or human resources, that really helps us offload those admin calls uh, within the emergency communication center to be handled uh, by the other divisions of the, the police department. Uh, and also the fire department has the same uh, setup. They have different divisions uh, like the community risk reduction division when it comes to fire alarms and whatnot. So you can call those admin numbers and um, get direct access to those divisions uh, without tying up 911 and non-emergency resources. And we know like in a storm sometimes, uh, Tiffany, uh, if your lights go out, if your water is not on, people tend to call 911. They have do. you found that to be the case? They do. <laughs> so they when do. is it appropriate? Uh, first of all, it's not appropriate to call 911 in those situations. So who should they call? Uh, well, I will note, it is not appropriate to call 911. But if you are on oxygen, certainly call us. Okay. Because we can get you help with that. But otherwise, you can always go direct with the uh, Middle Tennessee Electric phone numbers on their website. They have um, life support numbers, outage numbers for those. I think they're going to be linked on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, for people to have access to those. Um, I believe the outage line is 877-777-9111. So they can certainly call that if there's an outage. Um, There's Murfreesboro Solid and Waste Department. We get calls for them sometimes. So that's another resource. A lot of times people will call the police department when they want to know what their court date is, but we don't have access to that. So City Court, General Sessions Court, those are all available online, the city's website, the county's website. Um, If you have questions about your driver's license, it's the DMV. Uh, If you have questions about your vehicle registration, that's the county clerk's office. So we do get a lot of those calls, Mm -hmm. and we'll just direct them to the correct department. But those are available on the city websites, county websites. You Mm -hmm. can find all of those contacts. (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot here. What's the most outrageous call for service that's not 911 that was not totally related to uh, emergency communications? Oh, I did have one not that long ago. Um, She was very upset with Sonic because she couldn't get her cheese sticks. So it is not a police matter. (laughs) We do get those calls. I mean, it's just, um, I did have a lady call one time because she had a skunk in her yard and didn't that mean something? I'm not sure what she meant by that, but a sign? I don't know. <laughs> so that's why we're talking, what number should I call? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Seth, are there any online uh, means to uh, submit traffic complaints or request traffic reports? Because I understand, you know, the dispatch center may get calls about how can I get a traffic report? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything in progress that's any life-threatening or uh threat to personnel and property, definitely call uh, 911 or non-emergency, depending on the situation. Uh, recently, the police department does have a online traffic complaint um, form to fill out, and that goes directly to the traffic division section. Um, it does not generate immediate police response. It's more for addressing traffic uh, um, trends or hot uh, issues around the city that they could plan to uh, allocate traffic units to observe or address the situation. So it is monitored uh, during business hours and there's follow-up phone calls uh, to the individual probably within uh, 24 hours or so, but it's not, it does not generate immediate uh, traffic response for anything in progress. But it does help us cut down on um, calls like, uh, over the weekend there was someone speeding down my um, 
my my street but it's it's two days old that that those issues are captured within that traffic complaint online and again they look for trends and kind of better best resource their traffic units so right. and that that's a good resource we were able to put on the website Absolutely. there is a tab on the police web homepage that says traffic complaints so citizens just need to simply click on that and they can voice their concerns there. Absolutely. And the other uh, piece is usually on, we love, with traffic, there's a lot of um, traffic accidents. Um, and uh, when the officer responds and gives us, uh, gives a, the report number, uh, generally it's seven days by the time that report's mm-hmm. uh, ready to pick up. And we get a lot of people, a lot of citizens calling in the emergency communication center for that report. Uh, the preferred to help us um, uh, use our resources uh, more efficiently. Either call the the police department administrative line uh, and talk to the records section, or you can get online uh, at the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security website and request a traffic accident report uh, anywhere in the state from any law enforcement agency, as long as it's, it's uh, seven days after it occurred. Sure, sure, and we've made it easy. Um, they can simply click on our uh, online traffic. Uh, uh, tab on our webpage, and they can get to that state website to request that report online. Also, on our webpage is a host of information about emergency communications. Um, www.murfreesboro.tn.gov forward slash seventeen eighty one forward slash police will get you to the police page. We are a division within the police department, mm-hmm. so you click on division, emergency communications, and there's a whole page dedicated for 911 uh, education and also what number to call. And we're kind of on a regular basis updating that um, with resources. So resources on the 911 education page is kind of what do, what do teens need to know, what do parents, parents need to know, mm-hmm. what does everyone need to know. Um, there's information about tips on uh, what to know when calling 911, like we discussed today. Um, there's also some um, other uh, Spanish resources uh, on there uh, with other languages. And also, um, we um, are in the process of updating that with, you know, the, some of the numbers that we talked about today with electric department and other department numbers. So very good resource. And if there's anyone desires to get it, um, to have someone come to their school or uh, their place of work for any uh, community outreach, we do have the community outreach uh, resources with the MPD and we do, uh, and the fire department, and we do work alongside with them. And just want to give each one of you an opportunity to just give a wrap up about 911 protocol, anything in particular you wanted to add. I'll start with that. <clears throat> we are the, the busiest 911 center, emergency communication center in the, the county. So we, we look at uh, every way that we can reduce that any sort of admin um, business type calls off our center um, and direct them to the appropriate resource because that just gives that resource and that the, get to that citizen to the right place quicker. So that's the importance of the admin line. Uh, also know when to call 911 and non-emergency. You had mentioned the busiest uh, communication center in the county. How many calls for service do you normally get a year? Overall, we take about 250,000 calls of those. Um, out of that is about 60,000 911, and the rest is non-emergency, inbound, outbound. Uh, over the last few years with technology advancements, getting the admin line up and going with the police department and some other internal efficiencies that we improved upon uh, and outreach like stuff like this we've shaved off about 60,000 admin calls and diverted those to kind of where they where they need to go 
Sure. And Tiffany and Ashley just want to give you an opportunity just to wrap things up. Uh, uh, I just want people to be aware of like when to call 911, when to call non-emergency, but also not to be afraid to call us if they're not sure. Uh, and also understand that it seems like a lot of questions that we're asking, but that's really to help you get the best response possible. And just because we're asking those questions doesn't mean that your response is delayed at all. Sure. Yep. And that, that's exactly what I was going to go with. Any, anytime we're asking you any questions, it's not going to slow down the response time. A lot of the times whenever we're asking those questions, especially if it's medical related, we've already got somebody that's en route there. Me asking you a question and trying to get better information and more accurate information for those responding units that's simply all I'm doing. I'm giving them more information. That way they have a better idea of what they're going to. That way they can prepare. We really appreciate all you do, the first first responders. And, you know, sometimes your efforts go unnoticed. But, you know, we really appreciate each and everything you guys do to help uh, the city of Murfreesboro. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you We've been discussing 911 protocols. What number should I call? Thank each of you for joining us once again. Uh, the Public Safety Podcast originates from the Murfreesboro Police Department headquarters. Thanks for listening via Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcast. You can also watch the podcast online on YouTube. The Public Safety Podcast is produced by Michael Nevels with assistance today from Marcus Delaney. For more information on public safety and the fast-growing city of Murfreesboro, you can visit our website, www.murfreesboro.tn.gov. Until next time, I'm Larry Flowers. Have a great day, everyone.